Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, hi there, ho there, it is the Corelcast. I am Corel. so very glad you are joining me on this uh, Monday, August, well, August is pretty much over, August 16th, uh, and uh, time marches on. Sorry I was not here on Friday, I was talking to a lot of very famous people. Uh, I was, I was talking to, uh, well, you'll, you're going to see all of the interviews, actually. Everything that I'm doing uh, for the Dorians, you're going to see the in toto, okay, you're going to see the... Uh, the awards in toto. Un toto mazaliwa. I don't even know what that means. Uh, all right. I don't really like to do politics. I don't. I don't like to do it anymore because politics is quite great, okay? But since the news media feels an enormous need to be talking about Afghanistan, uh, I even saw people falling from American planes, honey. Oh, yeah, if I were at the White House, I'd be like, oh, God. Uh, yo, yeah, there was an American plane taking off and these morons swarmed it and grabbed onto it and held onto it and it took off and of course they fell off. Not the brightest bulbs. Well, they were scared for their lives. They were trying, are you kidding me? I have never been so afraid for my life that I would go grab onto a moving plane that was taking off and expect to be able to what? Crawl in, what are they, Indiana Jones? Gonna crawl inside the engine? No. Crawl inside the wheel well? No. You die if you're on the outside of a plane when it takes off, okay? So I, I, oh, you feel no compassion for them? I feel compassion. I think it's horrible that they felt compelled to have to go do this. That's terrible. But, come on, Darwin Award. You've never been, you know, only because it's like the ship wasn't sinking. In other words, that wasn't their only way to live, okay? They, come on. You know, there's always another way. Uh, and if not, then you accept your fate. They would have died either way. I would have stayed on the ground and tried another method. But that's just me. I'm not the one letting goat herders with guns invade my country with little to no resistance. You know, the French helped us in the American Revolution for a couple months. Sent ships over, and our final battles were won by the French, basically. So, vive la France. Without you, we would not be here. And that's the truth. A couple things about that. When the British invaded America, we resisted, okay, with anything we had. It's why we have that pesky Second Amendment. Grab your gun, go to war. So 
that really the, the Second Amendment is rooted in the fact that when someone invades your house, your home, your country, you fight back. So no one's fighting the Taliban. Well, they have guns. They have this. Well, where'd they get those guns? We've been there 20 years. We have spent $2 trillion. This is an enormous American shame. And we should be shamed by the rest of the world. Every bit of blood in Afghanistan is on the GOP's hands. And yes, Barack Obama too. Every bit of blood. We never should have invaded that country. They did not attack us on 9-11. It was not Afghanistan, which most of you have no idea where it is on a map. It was not Afghanistan that attacked us on 9-11. It was Osama bin Laden. And he was Saudi Arabian. In fact, a majority of the terrorists on 9-11 were Saudi. Okay? In Saudi Arabia is where they still teach the Wahhabi form of Islam, which says, go kill Americans. So George W. Bush, in his infinite wisdom, decides to do two things as a response to 9-11. Invade Iraq, which had absolutely nothing to do with it at all, and kill Saddam Hussein, whose only crime was that he insulted his father. <laughs> I mean, that's what all that was about. No one is screaming at George Bush about what a horror Iraq was and what about all the blood on the GOP's hands and Cheney and the neocons. So he did that, and at the very same time, he launched into Afghanistan to kill and disband Al-Qaeda, the Al-Qaeda which was formed in Saudi Arabia. But he couldn't attack them because he was skipping through the Rose Garden with their prince. Literally, there's photos of them skipping through the Rose Garden, hands in hands, holding hands. Now, I'm making this up. It's on the web. Go look at it. Uh, so we were busy sucking off the Saudis' oil and couldn't bomb them, even though they're the ones who really attacked us on 9-11. So we went to Afghanistan. Now, I've had friends that have served in both countries, okay? And they knew it was wrong. And they knew that we would never defeat the Taliban. And they knew that it wasn't about defeating the Taliban. They were doing business with the Taliban. Okay? Okay, are you hearing me? Can you feel me? Do you get it? This was never, ever, ever about 9-11, Al-Qaeda, or your safety. Because guess who's done more harm to you and your country than Al-Qaeda? 9-11 was 21 years ago and only 3,000 people died. And I'm sorry about that. It's terrible. It was a horror. It was a tragedy. I was working that day. I was in tears. But 3,000 plus people. And that's it. That's it. Done. And on that, we've spent $2 trillion and lost oh, almost 10,000 troops. And if you add in collateral damage of Iraqis and collateral damage of Afghanis, hundreds of thousands of people have died, and we have spent $2 trillion because Saudi Arabians ran into the World Trade Center on George W. Bush's watch. And the neoconservatives had interest in Afghanistan's rare earth minerals, pipelines, and had interest in Iraq and decided our response should be to go to those two countries, which neither wiped out Al-Qaeda or the Taliban and just was a giant $2 trillion money suck 
to the military-industrial complex. That's all it was. A giant money suck. That's it. Yesterday, the president of Afghanistan fled the country with pallets of cash. They were, they were dollars. Okay? 20 years we couldn't train enough military to defend their country. 20 years. $2 trillion, and we couldn't train enough sheep herders to defend their own cities. That, I'm... Well, of course, there's the opium trade that's strong. Our military could not interfere with it. We could have stopped the Taliban's main source of income a long time ago. We never did. We were not allowed to burn the opiate fields. We were not allowed to burn the poppy fields in Afghanistan, but we are allowed to burn pot fields in the United States. Figure that out. One of the main sources of income for the Taliban is the opiate trade. We did not wipe that out. Instead, we became its number one consumers. But pot will wipe out. Figure that out. You can't. The only logic you need to know is that this was all a big grift, and they didn't care if Americans died. So Joe Biden put an end to it. Joe Biden knows that our national security is not threatened by al-Qaeda, that it's MAGA and the GOP that are the biggest threat. I've read for two years about how Donald Trump and the GOP and Boebert and all of them are, quote, the biggest threat to American democracy. I have read that ad nauseum. Okay, honey? I mean, really. It's like a husband that just never, you know, yes, yes, I know, I know, I get it. But for two years now, Everything's been the biggest threat to the American democracy. Yes, yes, I know. I know. Yes, I'll get to it. Yes, biggest threat, of course. American democracy. Yeah, I must save it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, really, I mean, for two years. Donald Trump is the biggest threat. The GOP is the biggest threat. This, we got to get these Democrats in Georgia. It's the biggest threat to our democracy. Blah, blah, blah. Never once have I heard them say Al-Qaeda is the biggest threat to our democracy, but we've been spending $2 trillion on that. Shh. And now we left them high and frickin' dry. All the ones that helped us, fools. Really, what a fool. All the ones that put themselves in danger for us are dying as we speak right now. Someone's dying right now, right now, right now. Someone is dying in Afghanistan because of us right now, this moment. I am making that up. Right this second, a person in Afghanistan is losing their life because of us. You and me, we funded it. You didn't care about Afghanistan 20 plus years. You never rioted to stop it. You never wrote ad infinitum. You didn't make it your cause. It's just a climate change. I just talked to MJ Rodriguez from Pose. You'll see it in September. You'll see it here. Uh, you'll see it on the Dorians on August 29th, uh, which Randy Radar is executive producing again. Thank you, Randy Radar. <laughs> so send more, everybody. Everybody. Don't leave it to just Randy. I want some donations to get this going. Well, we're going to do a crowdfunding, so you can do that. Anyway, so we have this debacle that everyone knew was a debacle. No one that with a brain thought Afghanistan was a good idea. Nobody. I mean, I went over, I said, Scarecrow, <laughs> hey, Scarecrow, is Afghanistan a good idea? And the scarecrow said, I would while away the hours, conversing with the flowers, consorting with the rain. 
I would be Alistair Lincoln. Oh, what did you say? No, no, Afghanistan. Bad idea. Ember does not like me singing if I only had a brain. Got her all up and about. If I only had a brain. Oh, people, just pick a just pick a finger. This is what we are, okay? Americans, now the rest of the world's getting all mad at us. Britain and Australia, they're all rushing people over to Afghanistan to get their people out. The Brits have a lot of people there. The French have people there. You know, the French left the United States afterwards. We invaded Afghanistan, allegedly broke up Al-Qaeda, took us 10 years to find Osama bin Laden. They could find you. Now, see, that proves that Osama bin Laden did not owe back taxes. Because if Osama bin Laden owed back taxes, the IRS would have found his ass in 32 seconds and attached everything he owned. Nah, he just killed 3,000 Americans. So it took 10 years to find him. Deep in Pakistan, villa in Pakistan, Obama, oh la la, he killed Osama. Oh, I did that. He was so vile, he was a disease. He was a terror enemy of the free. Now, is he dead? Dead, 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 but is he dead? <laughs> oh, I love that parody song. <laughs> Oh, I did a parody song about Obama killing Osama. I'm sick. Uh, but anyway, so it took us 10 years to find him. He wasn't really hiding. He was in a two-story compound, had living it up. Had wives and children that were full grown. You know, I mean, but he, you know, they were 20 by the time he'd been tracked down for his, he was an old man. He probably died of fright when they, we probably didn't kill Osama bin Laden. He was so freaking old by the time we found him. When they broke down the door, he died of a heart attack. Woo! Miss Ember. I let her bark. She's taken to going out to the patio in the heat of the day. I hope she's not sick. I mean, she doesn't act sick. She's just taken to going outside during the heat of the day. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. Afghanistan. Oh, and it's his Saigon moment. When someone says to you that this is his Saigon moment, I, wanna, I, I want you to ask them this question. Act, ask them this. <laughs> uh, were we supposed to stay in Vietnam? Saigon fell because we left. We took 130,000 people with us or 13,000 or something. We, no, I think we evacuated 130,000 people total from Vietnam. Uh, and then Saigon fell. And people died and there was revolution and all that. And so now Kabul has fallen. Oh, it's his Saigon moment. Are you saying we should have stayed in Vietnam? We had to leave. Because yes, Vietnam is why we should have never gone to Afghanistan. We should have learned. We didn't. So we made another mistake. We paid $2 trillion, killed a whole bunch of people. Now we're killing a whole bunch of people by doing the right thing, which is leaving. They didn't invite us there. We don't own Afghanistan. Can you imagine if China sent troops to the United States because they didn't like MAGA? They thought that MAGA was going to get elected and they were going to you know, instill all of these policies that were horrible, or maybe Britain or some other country. France, think about if the EU decided to occupy the United States to get rid of MAGA because it was a threat to the world, and it is, and they should. See what I'm saying? If we weren't us, another country would invade us to get rid of MAGA and Donald Trump. He's as bad as Osama bin Laden, and I will say that out loud. He has caused the death and the horror of many Americans. Ask a trans person. Ask a Latin. Ask an Asian. 
Can you imagine if uninvited, another country invaded our country, bombed all kinds of things, and then occupied it for 20 years? Yeah, that would go well, wouldn't it? We weren't invited to Afghanistan. We have no critical interest in Afghanistan. And I am sorry this is happening to the Afghani people. Perhaps you should take your country back from the Taliban. Perhaps you should train your children to actually fight. Perhaps you should get your head out of the Koran long enough to know what's going on. You know? Instead, they're like, oh, the Taliban's back in power. Well, here, shoot my daughter. She can read. I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if that's offensive to y'all, but I saw the video of people in the streets. Like, the Taliban is going by them in their pickup trucks, you know, looking like sheep herders with, with guns, you know, in their, in their, you know, not even rental vehicles, in their, in their gremlins. So the Taliban's coming by in their gremlins, with some RPGs and everyone's just letting them breeze right on in and take right on over. Come on in, take right on over. 20 years, we didn't have, we didn't train a police force, a military of any kind. We're bad. We're evil. That's bad and that is evil. 20 years we told those people we were going to change things and we didn't change crap and then we leave them high and dry. That's America. We've done it before. We're doing it again. Ah, Britain did the same thing. We had good teachers. You know, they colonized and then just left. Eh, sorry, bye. Hospitals closed. No more medical care. No more, bye. We don't care what happens to you. We're going home. Taking our toys and going home. It's happened before. It'll happen again. We don't learn our lessons. A code red was issued 10 days ago. What's changed? Nothing. COVID is out of control. And yesterday I went down to Fremont Street that you see behind me where I took this picture. And I saw the maskless morons coughing, sneezing without their mask on. I saw people walking around that didn't even have masks, like around their necks or anything. Didn't even have them. Maskless morons, unvaccinated. You know who unvaccinated. You could tell an unvaccinated person. Just look at them and say, yeah, they've gotten the shot. Yeah, no, you can tell. And I saw a lot of unvaccinated idiots yesterday. I said, we are leaving. We are going to get out of here. So we went into a parking garage there, and this is from the parking garage on the fourth floor. And it was too hot to do the thing I needed to do, so we came home. Why global warming, climate change, smoke, all kinds of stuff? Afghanistan. You know what? The biggest threat to our democracy is right here inside of our country. And you're upset about Afghanistan. Oh, my God. Are you upset about, I don't know, the Congo? How many of you are just furious about <laughs> Excuse me, I have smoke in my throat. Not making that up. I am not making that up. It is so horrible right now. The air is just so terrible. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. I am coughing in your ear, but it just happened. I could edit it, I guess. No, I'm not going to. I coughed. There's smoke everywhere. I wonder why she's outside. Uh, so anyway, you don't know all the political... Did, did we go to war in Rwanda? When the, the Tutus and the Tutsis, no, the Tutsis and the, I forget the two, there were two sides, uh, and they hatcheted them in garages, raped women with machetes. Did Bill Clinton send massive troops and 
occupy the country in Rwanda for years and decades? No. Nope. Raping women with machetes. And we don't really lift a hand. We debated it on the radio. We talked about going, but Rwandan genocide. We let a genocide happen. We let it happen. We could have stopped it. We didn't. Nope. No, oh, there were political reasons, but we didn't stop it. Did you rally about it? Did you riot about it? Were you all up in arms? Where was the media, by the way? Where was the media about the... Was it 24-7? No. Acting like people care about Afghanistan. You don't care about Afghanistan. You ain't going on a vacation in Kabul. You don't care. And we left. I'm fine with it. Well, people are dying. Yep. They're going to. We created a mess. But I didn't do it. I never wanted us to go. I never wanted to fund it. I wanted Obama to get us out and close down Gitmo. He did not. I know he's a patron saint of the left, and I love him. I love him and his family. I adore them. But as a president, eh, mediocre. <gasps> it's mediocre. Obamacare was the best health care plan he could give us. Well, yes, that was the best because of all the obstruction. It was better than nothing. I'm so tired of better than nothing. That's better than nothing. I'm really tired of better than nothing. Medicare for all. It should have been his cry from the beginning. It wasn't. You know, closing Gitmo, getting out of Iraq, getting out of Afghanistan completely. Can you imagine if Obama had gotten us out of Afghanistan 12 years ago? After eight years, which would have been long enough. But can you imagine, A, we would have saved $1.2 trillion had he done that. Had Obama gotten us out of Afghanistan, had the guts. Everyone thinks Joe Biden's a wuss for, it takes guts. He knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. The State Department knew it was going to happen. They thought it would happen in weeks, but it happened in like 48 hours. So they got the Twitter. Oh, and they stole, the Taliban stole the biometrics from the bases. So now they have all the biometrics on the people that helped Americans. They have their fingerprint, thumbprint, their face ID. They, they, they probably have their DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that was held in a secure place, huh? Oh, they stole all the biometrics. You mean some American just walked away and said, oh, yeah, here, have this. What a foobar. What a foobar. Just. And yeah, we did it. We're responsible. It's our problem. We did it. Yep. That's what happened. So what do we do? What do we do? Live with it. Live with your choices. You know? Stop all the, Biden should speak to the country. Why? He made a presidential decision. That's what presidents do. I feel no need to hear from him in Afghanistan. What's he going to tell me that I don't know? That for the last 20 years we shouldn't have been there? That the way we're exiting is wrong? That we sh probably should have done what we did in Saigon, which is evacuate about 100,000 people. But the GOP would never let that happen. The GOP would never grant blanket you know, citizenship. or whatever. They, It just wouldn't happen. How do we know some of them aren't the Taliban trying to get in? So, yeah, he had to do it. Uh, both parties were for it. And now everyone's screaming at him. Both parties said, yes. You know that uh, the GOP have removed all things from their website about Donald Trump saying pull out of Afghanistan. They did that this morning. So they could go out with the talking points to smear Joe Biden about it. But the media, you see, once it's on the Internet, it's on the Internet. You can pull it, but there's a version of it out there cached in some sort of 
you know, somewhere. Someone will find it. Once you put something on the web, you can never take it off the web. That's what these queens and people don't know about social media. They act like, oh, if I delete my, my photo, or if I delete it from my feed, then, you know, no harm, no foul. Oh, no. Someone has it. Mm-hmm. You think on Facebook, when you upload a photo and then you delete the photo, that they delete it from their server? Do you think that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That ain't the way it is. It deletes from your feed. Might delete from your photo album. Doesn't delete from their server. They own all those. Every picture you've uploaded to Facebook, they own. It says it in the agreement. Every picture you've shared on Facebook belongs to Mark Zuckerberg. Every single one. And he can use them for whatever he wants. And they have. They've sold them to advertising companies. Yep. People have been in Europe and seen their faces on buses. They sure have. And when they sued, picture came from Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg owns it. Yep. Oh, look it up on the web. I'm making this up. Every picture you upload to Facebook, they own. And there can always be this babble about, oh, we protect your privacy, we do this, or you have full control. They own it. It's theirs. And it's on their server once you willfully upload it to them. They own it. Instagram, which is Facebook, owns it. Twitter owns it. Anything you put on there, they own. Ain't that right? What are you all up in arms about? Come here. Come here, you little. Come here. No, I guess not. I guess she's in too much of a mood to even be bothered by me. Well, whatever. What? Well, she's gone in the other room to bark. Well, something's in her craw today. All right. Well, I guess I'll go. It's a Monday. It's orange outside. California's burning. Pretty soon we'll just be able to drive to the California-Nevada border and just hold out, you know, a marshmallow and toast it. The state will just always be on fire. Oh, you joke, Carell. What am I supposed to do? The report said 50% more. Global, you know, 50% more fires. Hey, I'm talking over here. I want to cough. It's been so hard to not cough. I want to cough so badly. Mm-hmm. KFI, we had a cough button. There was a cough button. There was a little red button. It said cough. First time I went in there, I pressed it, and I didn't hear a cough. <laughs> I thought it was a sound effect. I'm not making that up. Because there's all these buttons up there on the, you know, and you walk into this major studio, Andrew and I, back in 1990, like, eight or seven or whatever. And um, there's all these buttons. And I'm not an engineer. I'm, a, I'm me. I'm Corel. So I, and the button said cough. And so I touched it. Nothing happened. And just said, what are you doing? I said, punch that button. And he did. And he goes, I didn't hear a cough. I said, me neither. And they came in and said, that's for when you cough. It mutes your microphone. And I said, then why doesn't it just say mute? And they were like, it's the cough button. Okay. I would expect when you to, that a cough button would make you cough. Not if you're coughing. Then it would be a mute button. What do I know? I don't set up studios. <laughs> Oh, God, all right. I'm a little loopy. I've been working. I've been working like a dog for no money. Uh, and, you know, I am disabled. I am. So I've had to have help. I can't carry equipment. I can't go to the... Like, today, if I wanted to go to the strip and try again, I can't. I can't take the wagon and a bag and all this down my aorta, my back. No, I can't. Uh, so I'm going to have to make do. 
But spare me any indignation about Afghanistan, okay? We need to get out. Sorry the country's falling. Yet another failed state. Somalia's a failed state. They're hijacking thing. people, the pirates, all from there, all the pirates that come out of Somalia for years and years, and t nobody's done a thing. The Congo's been in civil war for 42 years, I think. No one stopped that. You know, these kids are always getting kidnapped in that African country that we always hear about by warlords. No one's gone down and stopped the warlord. So Afghanistan, yeah, we spent $2 trillion. We totally messed up the country, exploited it for all that we could get out of it, all the rare earth minerals and oil and all of that, all the talent, all the human talent, exploited it all and left. That's, that's America. If you don't like that, this is your legacy. This is what we do. We've done it before. We will do it again. Well, I don't like it, Corellan. I don't like that you're saying that I'm okay with it. What you gonna do about it? Nothing. So move on. You know? People have no problem moving on with climate change. Last week, Code Red. This week, oh, look what's happening in Afghanistan. I could care frickin' less. It's 106. I can't breathe the air. California's on fire. And MAGA controls half of my country. I can barely go out because of maskless, unvaccinated idiots that should be held down, vaccinated, and their faces strapped in a mask. Enough. Enough. I am angry that idiots now control my life because I can't go do things because of morons or because of the climate that morons will not change. Yes, dealing with idiots every day is frustrating. But so what? It's the way it is. They ain't changing. And we're not going to force them to act right. And we're not going to secede, which is exactly what we should do. You know? Instead, they're busy trying to recall their governor in California and put in Larry Elder and a, a bigoted, racist, African-American homophobic talk show host from my experience with him. Right. Right. Happy Monday. Well, I'm ordering food for lunch. I feel guilty when I do that. I do. I ordered over the weekend. Grubhub is evil. Okay. Don't use Grubhub. I know that you have to sometimes. You have to. You can't get away. You want to eat. You, can't, you don't have time to cook. You know, but delivery from a restaurant used to be nice because the restaurant delivered it. And a restaurant employee delivered it. Now that they farmed it out to like this Grubhub and stuff, Grubhub is horrible. Their fees are exorbitant. They mark up the food. They charge delivery fees and service fees and this fee and that fee. And then the food, I ordered from, uh, where was it? Oh, Pyology, because they do vegan pizzas. So I ordered from Pyology. Uh, when was I filming? Was it Saturday night? I've been working all weekend. I think it was Saturday night. And uh, I ordered a vegan pizza, uh, which was problematic. They, they make us have a gluten crust, a, non, a no gluten crust. I'm like, why would I? I I'm fine with gluten, but whatever. Um, I put in the order at 7:30 at night. The pizza was picked up at 8:20. It got to me at 9:17. So a, a pizza that was made two hours previous arrives, and that's okay with everybody. The driver had another delivery before my delivery. My, and they don't have the heated things in their cars. Or this is in the backseat of his car for an hour and a half. Yeah. Then, oh, a lunch on Friday because I was working. Ordered from No Butcher, Grubhub. It keeps saying online, you know, 
not there yet, not there yet. You might want to call. There may be a problem. So I call at 1.20 after ordering at 12.20. Or no, I'm sorry. I ordered at um, 11.30. And I call at 1 o'clock saying, where is my order? And they're like, oh, we show up being delivered at 12.25. And I said, it's 1.30. And I open my door and there it is in the sun. 110 degree heat. There it is. Been sitting there 45 minutes. All the ice has melted. Oh, we'll refund your order. Well, that's nice, but we're not going to freaking eat. Grubhub is evil. It is bad and it should not exist, but we'll use it. See what I'm saying? We have no other option. We are given no option but to use a bad service. It's like Afghanistan. We have no other option. We have to pull out. It is not our country. We are not nation building. They did not invite us. We need to come home. Well, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. Okay. Yes, we should evacuate everybody that ever helped us that could be in danger. Yes, that should be happening. Outside of that, I'm fine with the rest of it. We should be evacuating the people that helped us, but not the people that want to leave just because the Taliban took over. Those are the people that should be going and getting weapons and fighting the Taliban, not fleeing. We didn't flee America. I, I guess some people did. I bet some people went back to Britain. I'm, I'm sure many, I'm sure a lot of people did. Went back to France, went back to whatever. But a majority stayed here. When the British invade, they didn't turn tail and run. Get us out of here. We'll go back. Sorry. You're going to have to fight for your own country. Sorry. We did. We still are. You're going to have to fight for your... Well, we need some help. You had it for 20 years. Any more than that, we'd be enabling. It's time to stop enabling Al-Qaeda and stop enabling the Taliban and let Afghanistan figure out its rule on its own. That's what you do. If they ask for help, give it. That's that. I haven't heard the Taliban ask for our help. And while there are a lot of people saying, why aren't you here stopping the Taliban from taking over? The better question is, why aren't you stopping? Well, we don't have the weapons. Well, why not? We've been there for 20 years. Did everyone think we were going to stay forever? So the people in the country never thought to ever become self-sustaining on their own? I don't know. Maybe I need to go and look. I don't, maybe I'm totally misunderstanding the situation. I mean, I could be. But it just seems to me that if I have an invading force in my country for 20 years helping me out, and I want them out, then I'm going to train the best army, the best police force. I'm going to, you know, and the money was flowing, trillions of dollars, or did it not flow? Did the Afghanis see any of the money that was going into Afghanistan? I see I, too many questions. All I know is we cannot stay. We are not nation building. We are not, you know, yes, Kabul fell. Oh, well. Yes, we should rescue any people that we put in danger through helping us. But outside of that, we have to come home. The war, the, it's not even a war. It was an occupation. And the occupation has to end. It wasn't a war. They phrased it as a war, but it was not a war. A war has an actual enemy, and there's actual fighting, and there's actual battles. The Taliban and us in many areas got along. It was not a war. It was an occupation, and it was time to end it. I am Carell. Be who you want to be, so I don't hurt anybody. I'll be back on Wednesday. Today's my last day of the Dorians, meaning I film today, and then, then I have a ton of work to do before it airs. But 
I won't have to be Carell, uh, and you know, after today, this whole weekend, I've been Carell. I've been in front of the camera, and I've had lights and makeup. And it's been fabulous, but exhausting. All right, now I'm gonna order lunch. Ain't no one in Vegas gonna bring it to me. I have no friends to bring me lunch. There's no place around me that I could just walk to to get something. It is currently 102 outside with a humidity of what? Alexa, what's the humidity outside? Mm -hmm. Yes. 21%. That's still bad at 101 degrees. Uh, so there we have it. I'm stuck. I need delivery from a restaurant that uses its own delivery. A person that works at the restaurant that actually cares about the food they're shipping out. Not some restaurant that hands my food over to some unknown person to get to my house at some unknown time in some unknown shape. When was that ever? See, that's a bad business model. It works for somebody, but not for, it works for Grubhub. It doesn't work for you. You get crappy delivery at an expensive price. And it doesn't work for the restaurants. They all say they hate having to do Grubhub orders. So it doesn't work for anybody. But we do it anyway. Afghanistan didn't work, but we did it anyway. Time to stop. All right. I love you. Stay safe. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. And don't forget, it's Really Corel. That's the website, Really Corel, reallycorel.com. Uh, follow me on social media, Really Corel. Uh, YouTube, subscribe, youtube.com forward slash Really Corel. It's free. You just get all the videos and everything. And uh, we like to eat. So please, Patreon, uh, subscribe. I hate to ask. I do. I hate to ask. But in today's world, you know, corporations aren't giving people money. Spotify's so busy promoting Joe Rogan. Spotify for their podcast. I'm on Spotify. I'm not a seditionist misinformation spreading about COVID person. You think Spotify would promote me so I would get more listens and more ads and more all of that. Nope, they're too busy promoting Joe Rogan. So, yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm not, and I'm not bitter about that. I'm not, I don't care. But, you know, I mean, it's just part of who we are today, right? All right, I'm Audi. I've been out for decades. Have you? Why aren't you? Should I give you the graphic? I can't see the graphic. I can't see anything, really. I'm blinded by the light. <laughs>